This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. All Hit Radio. Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the X Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I am your host, I am your guide, as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction, and fiction is reality, and the X-Zone comes to you Monday through Friday from 8 p.m. Eastern until midnight, right here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. Now, worldwide toll-free, 800-610-7035. My email address, xzone at com On all social media sites, TV, And you can listen to the Xzone 24-7, 365, including our live show from 8 until midnight, Monday through Friday at www.xzbn.net and www.exxoneradiotv.com. Aria Norman is my special guest this hour. She has read for thousands of people since her professional independence in 2006, an energy healer since 1994, taught by Mark Ehrlich and several other teachers. Aria found out by accident she was a psychic when she was minding her own happy business, giving energy healings. She was giving professional psychic readings within a few weeks of finding out that she had the ability. Aria is a psychic reader, psychic development coach for professional psychics, a psychic development workshop leader, a public speaker, and psychic entertainer. Her huge appeal is unusual because most of the people in her industry who are at the level and beyond do predictions. Aria does not do predictions, though, of dates and times, nor predictions of world catastrophes, nor celebrity breakups, nor does she participate in ghost hunting or crime research. She is not a spirit medium. All the popular things in the paranormal, she doesn't do. So let's ask the question, why is Ariel so popular if she does none of these things? Well, let's ask her in person, Ariel Norman, Aria, Aria, I should say Aria, not Aria. Aria, uh, <laughs> Aria, Norman is it's joining okay. us now. It's Aria. You can say it the Chicago uh, way. Aria. Aria. Or we can do it the pirate <laughs> way. Aria. Aria. Okay. Welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you. So tell oh me. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And thank you for all those flowery, fabulous introductions of history there. Thank you, thank you, oh, thank you. Pleasure is all mine, my dear friend. It's all mine. So tell me. If you don't do 
psychic readings or celebrity breakups or participating in ghost hunting or crime research. Uh, you know, you're not a spirit medium. All the popular things that, you know, most psychics do. What the heck do you do? And why are you so popular? All right. I think I am so popular because mm-hmm. I can tell someone with a if they if someone gives me a first name yeah. and tells me what they want to know mm-hmm. about that person and I can give you a fast example. Okay. Um, I can give you a bunch of examples, but I can tell um, the answer very quickly. And so I am an excellent business psychic, Uh meaning that if someone says, um, I need Joe to sign the contract tomorrow, Mm -hmm. in the the position we're in right now, is that going to happen? I can say yes or no. And if the answer isn't conducive to the person's goals, Mm -hmm. I can see if their goals can be changed. Uh, The, the, you know, their, um, I'm sorry, if the outcome might be changed and if it can be changed, how? And with everything in everything in life is a relationship. Um, everything. I mean, I have a relationship to the telephone mm-hmm. that I'm looking at right now, and you have a relationship to your glasses if you're wearing them. Or yes, I am. Whatever, yeah. like that. Elsewhere See, you are psychic. You knew I was wearing glasses. I am psychic, and I saw a picture, so oh. it's not psychic. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture of you. So that's not psychic. So, but anyway, I can, <laughs> so I can, um, I can be incredibly useful. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not um, standing around going, I know, and you don't, when, even though I kind of do. Um, I instead say, what do you want? What do you want to know? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? What are your goals? What plagues you? Mm. What makes you very, very happy and you are feeling unhappy right now? And why do you, why, and then I usually stop myself at this point and I say, I was about to say, why are you separate from, this is me talking to a potential client, right? Mm -hmm. Why are you separate from that which makes you happy? And then I'll stop myself and I'll say, wait, I'm the psychic. I'll tell you why. And then, and I'll catch, that'll be because I caught myself, not because I'm showing off, although I do love to show off. Um, nah, not I you. Will, <laughs> I will catch myself and I'll say, wait, I'm asking a question mm-hmm. that I actually do know the answer to. So all I really need from people, the things I don't know are what are the first names of the people involved in that which you uh, want more of, less of to know more about, to be at peace with, blah, 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 like that. So so you're more or less a third-party psychic. Oh, that's an interesting way of putting it, yes. I like that. Oh, my gosh. I like that. I like that, too, yeah. Can I use that in my marketing? Please, please, with my compliments. And I'll credit you. Oh. Yeah. I I am a third-party psychic. That is correct. Um, I was at a business party once mm-hmm. um, a woman ran a company f- from her home yeah. and had 25 employees and they all ran it was a computer company it is a computer company it's still in business and they all worked from home also and at Christmas time they were all meeting for the first time 
Oh, gosh. And I was the entertainment. Mm -hmm. And I roamed around the room and said, hello, I'm a psychic. Are you going to come see me? I'm going to be in this little room over here for the rest of the night. My name is so-and-so. And asked um, people if they were comfortable with that and let them know how they were going to be comfortable with me if they weren't comfortable with the idea of being, you know, knowing when you were going to die or something. I'm like, I don't know when you're going to die. And uh, (laughs) I I actually cut that off when I was um, first, uh, when I first became a psychic, I actually could see how people were going to die. And it was extremely unnerving. And I actually saw other dimensions very clearly where Mm -hmm. I had only sensed them before or even more important thought they were my imagination before but when I understood that I was seeing real places that really unnerved me um, but back to this um, party here's what here's here's how um, <laughs> here's here's how this works when it's funny so I walked up to a group of men who were smoking cigars and I said hey I'm a psychic and I'm going to be over in that corner later tonight would you all <laughs> like to come over for a psychic reading and they all went, and looked at each other, you know, like guys with cigars do. And uh, most of them shuffled their feet and looked at each other. And then the one said, no, I don't believe in that stuff. No. And I looked at him, I said, you know what? I don't believe in guys holding cigars. <laughs> and then he says, well, that's okay. Well, yeah, well, what are you going to tell me? And I go, well, what do you want to know? And he goes, well, uh, and I go, so how about this? How about if somebody that lives in your house is uh, confusing to you? Why don't you tell me the name of the person that's living in your house that's confusing to you? He goes, okay, and he tells me the name of his cat. And I started to tell him how the cat behaved, under what circumstances the cat went under the bed, which member of the family the cat was more fond of, Mm -hmm. and what time of night the cat frequently got up exactly and started to bother people, and how long they'd had the cat and how the cat felt about them. And then I stopped and I said, so how do I do? Do you want to come see me in the... (laughs) in the little room we have over here. And he looked at me and he said the funniest thing. He goes, well, I could have told you that. (laughs) What a moron. (laughs) I know. But this is, but wait a second. Yes. I, that is, (laughs) okay. That did cross my mind. But (laughs) this is what I feel Mm is the difference between <laughs> what you call the third-party psychic and the kind of um, performance that's like a trained seal kind of a yeah. thing that um, people come to expect of, you know, can you talk to my dead relatives? Um, um, can you... And by the way, I actually can if the dead relative is hanging around. You know, so when you say... When you introduce me as not a spirit medium... Mm-hmm. I actually can speak to spirit. However, there are people out there, and that's all they do, and they do it very, 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 very well. So it would be unfair of me to say I'm a medium when I'm uncomfortable with it, first of all. And second of all, I I would love to do it Uh if the spirit is just standing there waiting, going, by the way, I'm Uncle Joe. Could you please send a message? Sure. 
So I, I don't, instead of explaining that um, in my material, I would rather um, just happen to mention, oh, by the way, hello, your Uncle Joe's here, and he has something to say, instead of calling myself a spirit medium. So, so and, and then there, there's psychics who actually go through the year in their head, mm-hmm. like, and they say, okay, oh, earthquakes, okay, I see this, okay, celebrity breakups, I see this. Right. And if I did that... I I wouldn't be doing my life purpose. My life purpose, I mean, I love entertaining. Mm-hmm. Entertaining. Okay, start talking English. Well, I thought it was cute when you said, uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I like entertaining me. That was cute. <laughs> I like entertaining. <laughs> Thank you. Freudian slip and there, right? <laughs> I, I, like, I like messing up uh, my sentences. <laughs> I love entertaining, actually. Uh-huh. I absolutely love it, but I don't like... Um, entertaining by standing up there and proclaiming something that I see and then um, waiting around to see if it'll come true. I would rather walk up to someone and tell them something about themselves mm-hmm. or about someone that they know or about something that they would like to know or my favorite thing. Or? My favorite thing. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait yeah. a second. I, I'm getting ready. Okay. I'm ready. Wait, I'm going to get ready, too. Hold on. Okay, let me know when you're ready. I'll, I just want to okay, make sure I'm, I'm ready, ready, too. Okay, we're both ready. Are Here we? we go. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right, so I'm ready <laughs> to tell you my favorite thing, which I actually think will save the world if done right, but it's also entertainment. Ready? Here we Wait go. a sec. Hold, hold on. Okay. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Okay, we gotta get ready. Right, we're ready. <laughs> oh my god. So Well come on, the suspense is killing if me. If I tell you how you're psychic too. Okay? If I tell you how you're psychic too. Okay. And if I told enough people that mm-hmm. and if enough other psychics were able to correctly discern how people who might be unaware of how their intuition was being used were able to share this. And if it was then taught maybe in, oh, I don't know, therapy school, what is that called? You know, psychology or counseling or... Psychotherapy. Divinity school, something like that. Yep, psychotherapy. If it was a normal thing... Mm -hmm to be able to discern how you get your intuition, how your intuition comes in, because people do have intuition. They are aware of it, but frequently they're aware of dramatic moments that have happened in their life that had to do with intuition, such as when they were saved by an angel or they heard a voice and things like that. And that's not how people's normal every day, all the time, intuition comes in. Those are moments in which your intuition whacked you in the side of the head. Anyway, so if everybody knew this, Mm -hmm. and if everybody also knew a way more important thing, and that is if they were possibly feeling someone else's energy and feeling someone else's emotions and feeling someone else's crises or joy or um, anything like that, then they could correctly live their life. Many teenagers, for instance, don't have very good 
um, psychic boundaries. And it's because their hormones are like pushing their etheric web into little bits. And many teenagers say, I don't know why I'm feeling this. And what we as a society at this time are used to saying, whether we're counselors, parents, friends, whatever, teachers, we're used to saying it's just your hormones, things will get better. And that's true, mm-hmm. right? Well, but yeah. here's what I, what? I said, yeah, right. Yeah? Yeah, Okay. so far. But here's what I see. Okay. I see that the hormones have blown the etheric web to bits. And the etheric web is what protects us from feeling other people and what keeps us safe in our own little ego ego pod, which is a holy thing. We are supposed to feel like we are independent of God. We're supposed to know and be able to maybe meditate and understand that we are one with God and have transcendent experiences, but we're not supposed to be able to experience everyone and their uncle's stuff all the time and when you're a teenager that you're more likely to do that so how many how many let's just get serious lives would we save of teenagers who are feeling other people's depression that's i i think that would be very hard to say i think a major problem with our teenagers today is that they're inundated with too much information that they should get rid of the iPhone, they should get rid of the iPad, they should get rid of the laptop and just get back down to basics so that they're not totally in, uh, inundated with all the data from all these these marvels of modern technology that they tatter out with them. And, uh, you know, pretty soon we're going to see babies being born with, with cell phones, uh, you know, meshed to their ears. Uh, I think the youth of today really don't have a purpose in life anymore. I almost agree with you. Yeah, I do. I, I, I see a lot of um, aimlessness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. And um, and a lot of non non um, non contact. But but don't you think possibly, Rob, that that's part of evolution? When we were young, what were how different were we from our parents? Oh, and there's al- there's always that difference that 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 yeah. you know generational difference. There's always that. Right. However, when you look at the generations prior to us, prior to the modern day high tech world that we're in, there were a lot more family values that were exhibited and that were followed. Today. It's very rare to see families going out, enjoying a meal at a restaurant, and talking, learning, sure. communicating, just mm-hmm. like at home. You know, you don't, mom doesn't yell from the top of the stairs, hey, supper's ready. What she does, she picks up her, her little phone and texts everybody. No, I, I think that is so impersonal. I think that what we're doing is we're, we're alienating each other without even realizing that we're doing it. Sit down, have a meal like we used to do in the olden days. Listen to me, I'm talking about the 60s and 70s. Have a meal together, exchange information. How was your day today? You know, Dad, what did you do at work today? Mom, how, you know, what did you do? Uh, and, well, what are your dreams? What are you, what are you doing in school? Uh, you want to go out after supper and play ball? Or how about let's go down to the river and go fishing? That's not the way it is anymore. There's no more of that one-on-one connection. And I think that by 
getting so technologically advanced, we're actually hurting the species instead of aiding the species. Yes. The how about a pendulum? Yes. I agree. So I agree with what you're saying. And how about a pendulum? How about if the pendulum must swing from kind of wildly from side to side before mm-hmm. it finally settles down in the middle? Right. And how about if when we were given the ability to communicate with each other by all these devices Mm -hmm. and the permission to um, now this was our this was our generation's fault permission to have um, sex via the pill and Margaret Sanger uh, clinic clinics um, birth control clinics and everybody you know owning you know their own sexual experience and a lot of Mm -hmm. uh, communists not believing in marriage and you know, it started. It started with our generation. And well, wait a sec. I th- I think it goes well before our generation. Our generation wasn't really? afraid to admit it. Yeah. You know, like heck. You know, the freedom. You know, the love, love, not war. You know, the the time of the hippies, the time of Haight Ashbury, the time of Woodstock. This is when the culture opened up, but I'm sure that the the sexual relationships that we all enjoy have been going on for years. You know, it's just that it was in the closet. It was private. You didn't talk about it. Correct. Yeah. But if you add that to, if you add that freedom, Mm -hmm. right, and that I'm not going to do it your way and we're, we're, um, the, the, Kids who were born in the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. are, in my industry, they're known to be indigos. You probably yeah. have heard this sure. before, right? And indigos, one of the one of the um, hallmarks of being an indigo is that they're pissed about injustice, right? So in, what do you do when you're pissed about injustice? A lot of times you protest, right, or you work for, you know, you get activism. But a lot of times you resist and move away from anything that was healthy and instead you push towards, you know, what, you know, righting wrongs and things like that. And in doing that, you alienate yourself from that nice, beautiful life that you described earlier. Well, we're also talking, we're also talking about, we could also just put the same category as, as you described with the indigo children about how they're basically um, revolting against mm-hmm. what what you know what we seem as as the established way of doing things am i correct uh, i see them as ang- ang- they they can see injustice clearly this is what isis is saying clearly. too yeah this is the yeah. exact same thing that isis is saying a, a terrorist group a terrorist organization that's killing thousands and thousands of people oh heavens they see the injustice their platform is exactly what you just said, describing the indigo children. Hello? Food for thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. You had, you had to say hello. Was I there? All right. I hear you. I, I th- hear you. I think that we're I, way over politically correct. 
I don't agree with with a lot that society is allowing people to get away with because they don't want to cause waves. It's time we said no. Enough is enough. You're just not going to get your way because you're going to bully us politically, sociologically, or religiously. And that's what's happening. Modern technology is one of ISIS's strongest weapons. And this is, isn't the, so I was describing earlier mm -hmm. a pendulum, yeah. right? So ISIS is the pendulum swinging the other way. They're, they're, they're as angry as the hippies were, right? Well, the, the hippies actors. didn't go out and kill people, so we can't, we can't, we can't use that example. The hippies, no, the hippies they, were about love. The hippies weren't about religion. The hippies were about, uh, though they, they were against violence. They were against the war in Vietnam. They were against the establishment. The wrongs the establishment were, were you know, were 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 doing. You know, it, it totally different from ISIS. ISIS says, "Hey, we want, we will take your religion over. We will take your rights. It'll be our way, or we're going to kill you." That is correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's the answer? Well, you tell me. You're the psychic. Love. There you go. I agree with you 100%. Love. A love is the weapon of the future. If And the future is now. Mm -hmm. And if we were to stop uh, people who people who are angry at each other frequently um, actually just need to listen to each other right and mm -hmm. people who are choosing to kill in the name of religion are um, misguided right yes. and if they were controlled long enough to talk to the people that they feel like killing yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I do. Yeah. So, I, so stop long enough mm -hmm. to talk and then apply love is my answer. But you also said controlled. And you can't use controlled factions if you want to get to a resolution of two different parties. You can't control me to listen and then expect me to listen freely. Actually, uh, correct. And what I what I was imagining mm -hmm. was a sort of a ground rule. Like okay. let's let's all enter this room. Like a debate. And while we're in this room, we're mm -hmm. gonna we're you know we're gonna put our guns down mm -hmm. and there you go outside the door. And then uh, we have two hours. Mm -hmm. And then you know when we exit the room, yeah. you know we can go back to our horrible you know violence if if we wish, but our goal is while we're in the room is to figure out another way, a third way, if you will. So, so another way of mm -hmm. when, when you say you're the psychic, you tell me, here's what I think. Okay. I think that when something is pulling yeah. or pushing very hard, let's say you're at uh, a picnic, mm -hmm. remember the rope pulls and you would yeah, sure. stand. Tug of wars. Yeah. 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 Tug of war. 
And uh, the really fun ones were when there was a mud pit in the middle. Of course. And, uh, um, <laughs> and the, so if one team mm-hmm. is pulling very hard and the other team is pulling very hard and all of a sudden one team lets go, the rope pull is over, mm-hmm. right? Right. It's over. Yeah. If, and so if people are struggling, no, this is my way. No, mm-hmm. no, my way. No, no, my way. No, no, my way. The answer, the love answer that I mentioned earlier could be someone who is nonviolent and says, no, I'm going to listen and understand you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to listen and understand you. And if you don't want to be loved, too bad. I'm going to love you anyway. You know, I'm, I, I have had to think about, let's, let's talk about, um, for instance, um, Let's not specifically talk about Ferguson, but let's pretend that a place like um, things that first happened in Ferguson were happening, right? And I was witnessing it. I have thought to myself, what would I do? What would I do? What would I do? What would I do? Besides getting out of harm's way, thinking about that right away, I think what I would do is I would love both sides I would love both sides because the people who are doing the the, the hurtful thing mm-hmm. right whether no matter which side it was is in the moment right um, uh, and again I don't want to talk about the specifics when I and I mean if you want to we will but, but to love the person who is doing a terrible thing is a weapon. I am giving a person who is doing a terrible thing a huge amount of love, right? I believe that's a weapon. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying I have a perfect answer, but you asked me what my answer is, yep. and that's it. I agree with you. Love is the answer. That has always been there. You know, all that's what the hippies we're all about make love not war made sense then it makes sense now aria you and i have to take a commercial break at the bottom of the hour please stand by exonation aria norman is our special guest this hour www.ariapsychic.com is her website that's a-r-i-a psychic.com and uh, aria and i will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, worldwide toll-free, 800-610-7035, email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV, and you can listen to the Exxon 24-7-365 at www.exxonradiotv.com. My name is Rob McConnell. We'll be back on the other side of this short break. Don't go away. Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exxonradiotv.com. The ability to access the knowledge of the universe is much easier for us to access than we may believe. 
Brad Johnson, Conscious Matrix Communicator, is one of these unique individuals who is able to access a strong connection to the universal mind. Through his connection, Brad has assisted thousands of clients from all over the world through natural intuitive assistance. The intuitive information received is vast, covering a wide range of subjects. Brad's innate ability includes being able to access one's own universal matrix to help them realize their potential to create a life of profound greatness. One-on-one -on -one private sessions with Brad Johnson are available to anyone from around the world. Brad is also a proficiently trained psychic, Akashic Records reader, an online spiritual teacher, founder of his own unique and powerful healing system, Body Regeneration Healing, as well as a professional conscious channeler in communication with his own higher self-consciousness known as Adronis. For more information or to book a service appointment with Brad Johnson, visit his website at www.consciousmatrix.com. That's www.consciousmatrix.com. Good real estate websites are not just about showing listings, but offering visitors valuable information about neighborhoods, market statistics, tips, and personal insights. Luckily, you will find that on Roost, but you won't on many other real estate websites in Budapest. That's why we created Roost. Roost is a website with tailored results for the foreign investor, curated by Hungarian-loving expats who found their home abroad and decided to roost in Budapest. Let Roost help you get started on the right foot. Whether you intend to live, work, play, retire, or simply invest abroad, Roost offers all types of properties in Budapest, from affordable studios to luxury homes. From neighborhood insights like where to grab a great coffee or how to buy property, our team of local experts can answer your questions and speak to the direct concerns of a foreign investor. Buying foreign property is an exciting and complex adventure. It can also be very time-consuming and costly if you don't have the best information and resources at hand. Roost provides professional real estate services and assistance to an international clientele of foreign property investors and rental apartment owners in Budapest. For more information on Roost, visit their website at www.roost.co. That's www.roost.co. that the pan is indeed mightier than the sword and to help her garner votes jdk products has launched the hillary clinton laughing pen hillary's head graces the top of the pen and when her mouth moves she laughs look at that she looks like obama just sang baby got back to her the jdk products hillary clinton laughing pen it also writes checks that its generous roly-poly pear-shaped booty can't cash and by that, we mean Bill. Say, take a check for that pearl necklace? No. No. The pen is mightier than the sword. JDK products. Coming soon, look for the Obama I'm Fired Up Lighter. Perfect for sparking blondes, fatties, and crack pipes. From JDK. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing 
to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. My name is Michael Telstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario. Hi, my name is Splenza, and you're listening to my dad, Ron McConnell, on the Exxon. This is Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines, and you're listening to Rob McConnell. Hello, my name is Holly Reeves, an astrologer from astro for You, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. Aria Norman is our special guest. Her website is ariapsychic.com. That's A-R-I-A psychic.com. What is the most important thing that you believe you do as a psychic? Oh, gosh, that was not what I was thinking about during the break. What is the most important thing I do as a psychic? I am... Um, I attempt to follow the scientific process. One cannot follow the scientific process if they are doing a psychic reading. However, Mm -hmm. they can do some of the scientific process. And one of the things I do is I make sure I am getting the same answer twice and sometimes three times and sometimes four or five times before I actually deliver it. I also separate myself Mm -hmm. from the process as much as possible. I think of myself as a reporter, and to the extent that I am able with an ego, you know, we all have a filter, but I work very, very, very hard constantly to uh, separate myself from the information that's coming in and to report it exactly as I'm getting it. And I believe that um, people, when they listen to me, they will know more about the information that is for them than uh, with others, than with some psychics. There are a million wonderful psychics out there, but with the most important thing that I do that I believe is different is that I will say, I'm hearing this. I'm feeling a tingle in my leg, and I know that means because I just checked it three times that I am seeing on the screen of my mind. I'm getting an impression of um, blackness. I'm getting an impression of family. I'm feeling a feeling of indigestion. Let me just check and see what the feeling of indigestion is about. Oh, I see. This This is a signal from my body telling me that 
you will have what you are asking. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does seem to be coming down the pike to you. However, there will be parts of it that will be hard to digest. So I will be telling people as I'm going along what it's like to be me, receiving information on their behalf. So I, when I feel that I am being a human being and not a receiver of information and a reporter, I will stop the reading and I'll say, listen, I am just going to talk to you like a woman for a minute, you know, and then I'll just get right back to being the psychic, the reporter, the machine. I like to call myself a psychic machine. You push the buttons, the psychic comes out. (laughs) And if you push the buttons right, a lot of psychic information comes out very quickly, which is why a lot of business clients really like my work because they they don't have to mess around, Mm -hmm. get all touchy-feely, hear about... um, Oh, there's nothing wrong with getting touchy-feely. Come on! There isn't, and but I don't do it because I don't believe it's good value. Serious. So I I strive to be of really good value. People are paying me for my time. Mm -hmm. And touchy-feely is something you can get in a community on purpose. And there are people out there who can lead a community on purpose, and then you can pay those people for their time. Well, you know, Uh, you can also get the basic information that people come to you for from the community as well. So why go to a psychic then? How can they get the basic information they come to me for from a community? How, how does that... I'm not, I'm not understanding that. Well, if people go to you for business advice, right? Uh-huh. They could it's also... more like business information. Oh, okay. They ask me a specific question. It's almost like I'm Google or on Star Trek, I'm computer. You know, computer... When was da 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 da, da. Gotcha. only for for yeah for only business? It's not quite that exact. I can't, for instance, tell you a time and date mm-hmm. that something happened, but I can tell you what someone is intending. I can t- I can uh, sit in a business meeting with a group of people who are planning various projects, and I can take notes, and then I can go back to the CEO and I can say this person was lying. This person is telling the truth. This person would like to support you, but when you do this, they lose contact with the feeling of supporting you, and that's why you're having problems with them. Look. And if you mm-hmm. look at them this way, it'll yeah. turn out better. You know, I can get super specific with behavior yeah. and with and how to change outcomes. Now, when you go to these business meetings and you're sitting in with a CEO or other people, do the people in the meeting know who you are and what your role in the meeting is? Uh, it, I haven't done one of those yet where I'm, uh, let's call it undercover. I have done I have done the meetings where mm-hmm. people do know where I am, um, who I am, I'm sorry, right. who I am and what I'm doing. And I would love to um, try that sometime under a controlled situation um, and just have someone say, this is, a, you know, this is our consultant, Aria Norman. Mm-hmm. But no, right now what I have done is I have sat down with people who are um, doing startups 
and I've sat down with people who are doing projects and have hit a snag. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've sat down with people who are team building, okay. you know, corporate team building. And, um, and they do know what I'm doing. And I can, uh, I have great results. I have really, really great results. I have people who talk to me at least once a month. Mm-hmm. So their sales are higher. When we came back from the commercial break and I asked you a question, you said, that's not what I was thinking about during the commercial break. What were you thinking about during the commercial break? Oh, I'd love to tell you. Okay, thanks for asking. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, I was thinking about when you said um, that the problem today is the um, phones and not talking to each other and communications Mm -hmm. and things like that. And I, I, I was, I was thinking about my experience listening to you. My experience was that I couldn't argue with you because you are correct. I also knew that there was something missing, and it was, um, and I knew that it was my job to listen to you, and, uh, and yet I, I still had this feeling that there was something missing. So I thought about what was missing during the break. And what was missing is um, I'm going to carefully and warmly disagree with you. That's your right. You know, you can. Okay, cool. Sure. Well, and I I think you're a cool guy. And um, so that's why I'm going to warmly disagree with you. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to carefully disagree with you because you're not not actually wrong. (laughs) But there's a bigger picture that I see okay. that is, quote-unquote, wrong with society. All right, what is that? And uh, it is unfairness. And I also see as a psychic, now, mm-hmm. remember in the beginning of the show, you were saying uh, to everybody that I didn't predict yeah. anything globally. Well, mm-hmm. I am going to break that rule right now, and I'm going to predict something globally. We are going to turn into a society that is fair, a global society that is fair. And the process of becoming fair is going to be profoundly unusual. And in the things you were talking about, which is, you know, sit down, have some dinner, why are mm-hmm. we, you know, why, why, when mom stands upstairs and texts the kids for dinner and stuff mm-hmm. like that, what that family has to figure out is if that's fair. Is it fair, right? Is it uh, fair to do that? And for some yeah, but families, you see what, it might what, what I'm hearing. What I'm hearing is, let's be politically correct. Let's not offend everybody. Let's not do this. Mm-hmm. Let's not do. This. No, let's go I'm down. Not that. Let's go down to the beach, hold hands, have a bonfire, sing kumbaya, and roast marshmallows. Mm-mm. I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm not saying that. So, what does um, fairness have to do with it? Well, it. It is at the root of everything that is in turmoil at this time. When we saw the Occupy Wall Street movement, mm-hmm. what, what, what was brought to the surface was unfairness. And, and both the 99% and the 1% were very vocal about what wasn't fair. The 99% was like, hey you know, don't control me. And the 1% was like, hey, could you please be um, 
grateful that I paid for that park that you're protesting in and uh, that statue that you're all standing around and the extra beautiful lights um, that were donated by the uh, corporation that I work for and uh, the arts that you enjoy so much and, you know, the connections that I make all over the world Mm -hmm. so that you could have this beautiful whatever, you know, city. Many, many major metropolitan areas are very global. They're not Uh very specific to their location anymore. They share things with other major metropolitan areas. And the 1%, not the 99%, Mm -hmm. is the pays the bill on that. Then the 99% goes out and works their butt off, perhaps, and and says that's not fair. Both sides are correct. It's not fair that the 99% isn't grateful to the 1%. It's the 1% is absolutely not fair to the 99% in so many ways, right? So fairness is at the root of that. So let's think about the ISIS thing. Those people are angry, and they're saying, uh, you know, my religion is correct. Well, is that fair to kill people over that? No, it is not. Why not? That's the way religion has been going ever since the start of religion. Religion is has been the cause of more deaths in the history of the world than any other cause. That is correct. Yeah. So perhaps what we're going to find out as a mm-hmm. society, in which, and remember what I said, it is going to be profoundly unusual how we solve this fairness, right? Or I, maybe I didn't say unusual. What did I say? I don't even remember. Anyway, point is, it's going to be profound. It's going to be really, really off the charts how we solve this unfairness. And what we might end up doing is saying religion mm-hmm. is not allowed for a while. And then the pendulum will swing the other way. That and you we cannot might say, do. Listen, that you cannot do. You cannot say Of course re- you can't do it, but someone might try well, to. They can, they can try, but it's not going to work. I, I don't think fairness is the right word here. I think respect is the right word. We need to respect each other. We need to learn about each other. We need to understand each other. You are right. Because with understanding comes respect. With education comes respect. With tolerance comes respect. Oh, absolutely. So I think that a better word than fairness would be respect because if you have respect it's mutual fairness doesn't play into the, the equation it's automatically there what I'm predicting mm-hmm. as a psychic yes is that fairness will bring us to tolerance fairness will bring us to respect fairness will bring us to be able to speak to each other fairness will bring us to the point where we're going to decide are certain things right? So, for mm-hmm. instance, let's talk about Monsanto for a minute. Is that fair? What about Monsanto? It's not fair. What about Monsanto? Monsanto, Monsanto is, is saying that they own seeds. And then when you, they go and they genetically take apart someone's crops mm-hmm. who perhaps did not plant Monsanto seeds because they were cross-pollinated with Monsanto seeds, they have a genetic marking in there mm-hmm. that says, "Oh no, this was this this has a Monsanto 
genetic. But in in code the in big here. in the big picture of things, who cares? I don't care. That. I don't care. You don't care about. I don't care that Monsanto may be claiming a patent or a copyright on a on a seed. At the end of the day, how does that affect me? It affects you because how? the farmer mm-hmm. who chose not to use the Monsanto seed mm-hmm. might be growing an heirloom or a specific type of food mm-hmm. that is safer than the Monsanto. And also that farmer might be put out of business so that eventually farming becomes completely corporate. There mm-hmm. is no such thing as a farmer anymore. And you okay. were talking about, you know, coming down to dinner and, sure. you know, all sharing and talking to each other. Those are the people that we, mm-hmm. that, that are the, the backbone. But as a consumer, I don't care. As a consumer, I'm interested with the bottom line. Where can I get more bang for my buck? That's all I'm interested in as a consumer. Let me say the same thing to you again. Mm -hmm. Is that fair? Sure it is. Because I have the ability to make the choice. If I want to go and have my car filled up with, um, let me see, uh, Chevron instead of BP... That's my choice. That is the right I am guaranteed as a consumer. That is part of democracy. That has everything to do with fairness. If farmers are having a hard time, then they have the ability to try and get into a different business or plant a different crop. That is their choice because that is the fair way to do it. would disagree with you and say that that is a, that is a mm-hmm. capitalistic thought that they can get they can simply pick another seed that's right that or they can pick another job they can move to a different part of the country they can go back correct. to school they can do many things if they want to you are a hundred percent correct of course i am now <laughs> you are a hundred percent correct mm-hmm. what i am predicting is how the world will change mm-hmm. ultimately will come down to a struggle about what is fair. I am not saying fairness is the answer. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's a struggle about what is fair. I am also saying that from fairness mm-hmm. will come much tolerance and much love and much respect and much community. But not in all cases. In some cases, farmers are going to be driven out of business and they can choose to move somewhere else and Mm -hmm. all that kind of thing. That's right. And they're going to be really crabby in a lot of cases or truly heartbroken. Uh, Family farms are going to be lost, that kind of thing. I'm not, I I agree with you. That's called progress. I absolutely agree with you that this is, that that it's an evolution. Mm And people can choose to do something else, yep. and lo- everything changes, and that's the way it is. It's called a time-space continuum, and that's what happens in a time-space continuum. Stuff changes. And I'm still predicting. I'm making a global prediction. I can't believe I, that you announced 
that, and here I am going against it. So, yeah, yeah, I never make global predictions. Here's one. Yeah, I never do uh, spirit readings. Well, sometimes I do when the spirit's standing there. But anyway, that's my global prediction, that everything in the next few years Mm -hmm. will come, and I'm talking about all the way up to 2030, will be at its core about fairness. Well, because you've said it on air and because we digitally keep everything here, our, our, the generations to come will be able to find out if you were correct or if you were wrong. I am um, not nervous about that at all, even though I did have a mm-hmm. cute little, ah, just now. I feel um, very calm and comfortable about that. I really do. Unfortunately, you and I have to say so long for tonight. Oh, because you were right. It is a fact. Yeah, hour. it is. But I want to thank you so yeah. much for coming on the show, Aria. And I look forward to the next time you join us back here in the X-Zone. It would be a pleasure to have you back anytime. Oh, Rob, thanks so much. I really enjoyed it, too. Aria, thank you so you much t- for having me. My great pleasure. Take care of yourself, dear. Exonation, you so my guest. everybody. Nation, my guest this hour has been Aria Norman. Her website is ariapsychic.com. That's A-R-I-A psychic.com. I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And you're listening to us live and around the world on the X-Zone Broadcast Network and the Starcom Radio Network. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. <laughs> 